What are we talking about right now, Darren? We're talking about national, the latest national craze. free trade NFTs. NFTs. Um, NFTs. There's there's a lot of craze on them, and I, I there's have, a lot of FOMO, dude. I definitely have a little FOMO too about it, and it's like I want to get to the bottom of it. I think it's a very new thing. You know, I've yeah. been doing research and looking at things, um, but there's there's some parts of it that I have to like I have to work out for myself. On um, yeah, on the bright side, it's brought to attention certain issues in the world, such as mm-hmm. your carbon emissions, your carbon footprint. What are you using in terms of energy? A car? Um, are you eating meat? Are you eating red mm-hmm. meat? Uh, how many times do you fly a year? Like those things mm-hmm. brought to attention and uh, that's a good thing, but I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, have you found that you've been looking deeper? Yeah. Like more closely at what you've been doing? Because I certainly have been. Like I, re- I thought that I was living a pretty green life and I would say, you know, my carbon footprint's below average, but still like not where I'd like it to be. And I'm finding new ways that I can maybe improve that. I don't know about yourself. Yeah, that's what I've found as well. I think that, I mean, I'm below the average of the United States, but still if it kind of went, this is the one calculator I took. It was a pretty rough Mm -hmm. um, calculation based on pretty generic uh, categories. However, Gave me an idea. Um, what kind of questions was this calculator asking you to help determine your carbon footprint? Because obviously, we're talking, we're going to talk, we're going to get into NFTs mm-hmm. and probably be on the unpopular side of it, at least for the the short term. Um, I think we'll get into or uh, what NFTs actually are. Maybe just start from the ground level. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all surrounds. There's a controversy around it, obviously, and it all surrounds carbon emissions and um, the trade-off of money. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, uh, and, and where I'm going with this and where this conversation has been is that it's made you and I look even closer elsewhere at our carbon footprints. Um, but I'm curious to hear what the calculator you use, what kind of questions it was asking you to determine your your carbon footprint. Yeah, we can, I mean, it's pretty quick this one so we can even go through it but um it wants to know what country you country you live in you're driving uh do you use rideshare drive a hybrid or rent a car for long trips uh check yes um or no or electric Mm -hmm. car uh short flights how many short flights per year none four Mm -hmm. 12 round trips or Mm -hmm. other so you fill it in how many long flights longer than three hours none Mm -hmm. two four other uh, diet. Are you a vegetarian, vegan? Neither. Do you have red meat? Never. A couple times a week, every day is seven servings, obviously, um, or other. Um, mm-hmm. Other proteins, a couple times a week. Uh, dairy, house size, public transit, distance per week that you're driving, your fuel efficiency for your car, your furnishings, how much uh, furniture or appliances do you buy per month or have to pay for, mm-hmm. uh, your clothing, uh, do you pay for uh, or buy per month supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this includes phones, household supplies, basically anything else you need um, to get. Uh, services like your cable, your phone bill, subscriptions, hiring an accountant, paying company, uh, etc. Electricity, renewables, natural gas, and then you're done. And it gives you a little little score. Yeah, little readout. And what's the average American's carbon footprint per year? Isn't it twenty tons or something? Per oh, year, shoot. I just clicked out of 
I think it's 20 tons. I know that of all the first world countries, Canada's is actually the worst on average per person in Canada. It's like 22 or 23. Yeah. Um, um, which requires yep, 20. some 20 for an American. Mm-hmm. What were you, 16? I was at 15.2. 15.2. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I did a calculator too, and uh, mine was different. It was kind of saying how many Earths would be needed to harbor your current lifestyle, if that makes sense. Hmm. And it was saying, and here's here's a good example. You know, I like to consider myself a pretty green, conscious person. Like, I compost. I don't eat meat. Um, I rarely drive. I take the, you know, the odd trip once or twice a year by plane, but I justify that by doing these other things I'm talking about. I don't buy single-use plastic. Um, and my my rating was still three Earths to support my lifestyle. And I was so confused by that. Um, you know, I live in a 300, I'd spend probably, you know, like we visit Haley's parents and my parents back in the city. But like for the most part, I live in a 300 square foot home um, with no running water and no mm-hmm. HVAC. So I was really appalled at how I could get that level. And you know what it really was for me was my car. Hmm. Um, even with how little I was driving. So, I mean... I've recently listed my Jeep for sale just because I don't want to contribute anymore. Um, I'm in a pickle though because it's a good spot to be in because so many people want used cars right now because of mm-hmm. the semiconductor shortage. But if I sell my car, I need another one and I want a hybrid, but I don't know where I'll pick up a used car for a good price. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was asking some of the same stuff like how much you know red meat do you eat? Are you vegetarian? What's the size of your house? Uh, the province or state that you're in, what's its energy source? Luckily, Ontario is, is 97% of our energy sources are clean burning, which I didn't know. Hmm. Um, from Niagara Falls, and we have a bunch of nuclear plants. I mm-hmm. guess there's nuclear waste, but there's no emissions into the air, um, which I found pretty neat. But the I, it was so eye-opening at how much your automobile actually puts into the air. I was doing some research, and 29% of all the greenhouse gases on earth are from transportation hmm. 29%. That, that That's crazy. Sense, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I mean, when no one was driving during COVID, you could see the mm-hmm. earth recovered a bit. If you, if you recall, mm-hmm. which was kind of nice. So it shows that it is possible. Yeah. And that was just, that was just removing some cars and some manufacturing demand. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing has been eye opening and listen, I, and to some extent, I get that we all have to live. I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely not on any uh, soapbox here because my, my life is not the most efficient. Um, I mean, I have a forerunner, you have a Jeep, I have a forerunner. It allows some of the lifestyle that we like, you know, like mm-hmm. overlanding, going camping, uh, Getting through some of these forest roads. roads. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I, I live in New England. I mean, you live in uh, Toronto. There's snow through the yep. roof. So yeah. some of those things definitely do help. And there's those there's those moments of like, uh, okay, I can sacrifice here. But where can I – I guess the question that's never been completely brought up is, okay, if I'm going to pick this choice, then where am I going to make a difference somewhere else? Or am I just going to be gluttonous and, you know, have tons yeah. of red meat, fly every week for work, have a forerunner, have a Land Rover, have whatever, you know, and just like mm-hmm. keep it, keep it going, not, 
not recycle, not compost. I, I, mean, I mean, that's the I guess the question that's been brought up, and and the nice part of this is taking a, a deeper look at that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people and a lot of people who do all those things who just don't really give a fuck. Um, I guess uh, I'm not really sure why, but at the end of the day even if you're one of those people who says like, oh, climate change isn't real, you know, what's the harm in just making the air you're breathing better, the water you're drinking healthier? Like, you know, what's the downside to treating everything better? (laughs) Um, And, you know, living more, we'll call it perennial with the earth. Yeah. I think Um, a little mob mentality, right? Like, you know, no one's doing it or I'll do it when, uh, you know, China's manufacturing figures it out because, you know, I'm, I'm point two of the problem. Right. Um, you know, so, and I think that that's actually part of it. Uh, BP, the big oil company in my research really started the campaign on like every, every individual should watch their carbon, uh, mm-hmm. output and like turn the focus a bit to really bp of all companies yes <laughs> to turn the focus destroyed the gulf in that one thing yeah to turn the focus on like let's turn the focus off us like what are you guys doing each individual maybe um, that's what it takes a bit maybe it takes just being horror like <laughs> doing horrendous things to the environment to come full circle you know we all remember that oil spill and now maybe they're one of the ones who are leading the charge. I don't know enough about BP. I haven't kept up, but maybe. Unfortunately, it probably well, is. Like, I mean, pretty soon, you know, Connecticut's going to be tropical and pretty nice. I think if the if yeah, you'll have two cans and stuff, eh? Yeah, and it, everything's going to move up, and everything's going to change. Um, it is, or that's the trajectory, at least. You know, they yep. say we've had the hottest July in 142 years. You know, yeah, so we had wild. a very hot July 142 years ago, way before yeah. a lot of stuff. So that's where people would argue and be like, "Well, how come you had a hot July 142 years ago without, uh, you know, the same manufacturing? Like it happens. That's what happens with the Earth. It gets hot and cold. Ice Age." warm age, whatever like that's you know it's it's hard to fight i think this kind of idea but this whole nft thing that's it yeah so how did we get really you know you and i have kind of taken a microscope to our own lives and i think it's been because of the nft craze right because there's a huge ecological dilemma surrounding i mean we've all seen it especially for on twitter these people making stupid amounts of sales on their NFTs. And you and I, I think maybe we can just tell, you know, our stories about NFTs because for a while, you know, we're, we've been like, you and I both have open C accounts. We haven't really mm-hmm. done anything with them. You know, I'm on foundation. I haven't done anything with them, but I was so close to pulling the trigger on wanting to join that NFT community. And I still do at some point, but we'll get into how, you know, you Akron, acronymized <laughs> turned <laughs> nft into you know not for today instead of non-fungible token what it stands for um because the energy consumption is going to get better uh, you know i'm getting way off on a tangent we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later but you know you and i were were ready to jump right in um and and start minting stuff start minting nfts and selling it and you know making ethereum transactions and sales and we kind of pulled the brakes hard um, because we realized how much carbon an actual, you know, 
from the minting to the sales transactions to the bidding uh, on your NFTs, how much carbon that actually creates. And I think you and I just couldn't bring ourselves to be hypocrites as as people who, you know, say we're all about the environment. We're out in nature literally almost every day, photographing wildlife, um, and and trying to highlight them to the best of our ability so that we can protect them. Right? At least that's not to speak for you, but I mean that's yeah. what. That's why I love sharing some of these places and these species. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be kind of honest. I've, I've seen a lot of, you know, people that I looked up to on Twitter, um, especially who claim to be, you know, nature first or I'm, I'm all about the environment. And then as soon as there was a chance to make tons of money with these NFTs, you know, totally cast aside that voice or those value sets and i felt kind of gutted because i felt of all people this community would stand against that and you really see now who who couldn't control themselves i guess and who maybe some of the hypocrites are and that was really tough for me to deal with um not not everyone there's been a few um but it's been hard yeah and i think we're all human man yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's times someone just sold a photo for $10,000. Mm-hmm. One photo. Mm-hmm. It was a great photo. And not, not someone who's like Chris Burkhard level or just Picasso, Pablo Picasso. No, no like just a, a photographer, an above who, average photographer. Yeah, definitely. It was a great photo, but it's not, I don't care how good it was. It, one sale was ten thousand plus dollars, mm-hmm. and I've seen six thousand, two thousand. I don't even if it's five hundred. Like point four ETH is like whoa. <laughs> I, I'm talking about like selling a thirty dollar print here and there. Like yeah. this is a different ballpark. This is like, and your brain gets crazy with a f- wait there so someone just put out a 50 collection photo each one's point so 25 eth uh ethereum times it's three thousand dollars now so seventy five thousand dollars with that collection mm-hmm. that's your year salary that's life-changing how do you not go holy how do i jump on this airplane i want in yeah so fast and I'm telling you, I, I'm again, I'm I'm not actually I don't even have all the answers yet, but I think that's part of the point. Is that I was there. We were there. We were like we were, we're right there, to people, ready to do it. What's the best way to do this? How do I get in? I want to talk on Twitter spaces. We have clubhouse experience. We'll talk following we have, collectors. We do podcasts, following people, getting on it. I want that foundation invite. I'm gonna apply. Mm-hmm. I still want that foundation invite for when it's of ready. Um getting things ready on OpenSea, talking to prominent people that have had sales and and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. And mm-hmm. then I just went, oh, wait, like this, something feels yucky. Something This doesn't uh, feel good. There's an elephant in the room that it gets brushed upon. It gets touched every once in a while. And people are like, no, 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 no it's fine. And I, that made me just go like, ah, th- this something's too good to be true. And maybe mm-hmm. it is still. I could be so wrong in missing this boat and I'll kick myself for it. But at least I have done the due diligence to check it out. 
And right. the thing was just like, all right, the the amount of energy that this takes to make a transfer, basically, essentially, if I have an NFT and I mint it and Seth, you buy my NFT, that process, right, of coding it, essentially, or or tagging it or making it very unique, encrypting it, whatever you want to call it, is very, very energy intensive. Right. Maybe we should go through that just for, you know, mm-hmm. some people who are very familiar with NFTs listening will probably roll their eyes and... I don't know, skip ahead a few seconds if you already know all about NFTs. But for everyone who's kind of at the ground floor, an NFT is a non-fungible token. Um, I like to kind of treat it as a letter of authenticity. Uh, Just like you would have a letter of authenticity for a limited edition physical print, an NFT is a token that represents ownership of a digital image. So, you know, photographers and artists, it started with graphic artists, but now photographers are listing their or minting when you hear us say minting their create minting is creating a token or a letter of authenticity if that makes you understand it better for your jpeg your digital file and you can then sell that on the ethereum which is a cryptocurrency on the ethereum network um to collectors other photographers who will buy it and People like Aaron just said are making tens of thousands of dollars. People who are just like maybe at the same point in their careers as you and I, you know, if you want to call it that. I don't know what you would call it, not really caliber, but just like at that level. And the reason this uses so much energy is because the way the blockchain works with Ethereum, the underlying technology is called blockchain, where transactions are grouped together in blocks. And there are people called miners all across the world who will verify these transactions to um, make sure that they are in fact true. That's what mining is when you hear that. And they'll all confirm that the blocks are accurate into a publicly viewed ledger. Now, all this mining and you know verification of the blocks uses incredible amounts of computational energy. And a lot of the miners are in parts of the world where renewables are not the source of energy. So you have, you know, places like China and South America where it's coal and natural gas, which are very CO2 emitting. So we have people minting tons and tons of collections. When you mint, when you list, when someone buys uh, your NFT with Ethereum, these are all transactions that are put into the blockchain that need to be verified by these miners so with a simple click of a button you can essentially create immense amounts of carbon like almost impossible to believe amounts um right in front of me i have the statistics so minting minting one nft is roughly 83 kilograms of co2 um a bid on your NFT is twenty. One single bid is twenty-four kilograms of CO two. Canceling a bid is seven kilograms. A sale is fifty-one kilograms, and transfer of ownership is thirty kilograms. So the average NFT has a footprint of around two hundred eleven kilograms of CO two, and that's the equivalent of flying or dr- flying for two hours or driving for a thousand kilometers or six hundred miles. And the equivalent of a European resident's total electric power consumption for more than a month. So, Say that again. Say that again. All of it? No, no, no. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, no, that last part. So minting a single NFT on average is the same as driving 600 miles or 1,000 kilometers to the rest of us, mm-hmm. flying for two hours, or a European resident's total electric power consumption for more than one month with the single click of a mouse on average. And yeah. where this has been so difficult for me, where I've felt gutted is seeing, you know, some of these big landscape and wildlife, mostly landscape, landscape and wildlife photographers or nature photographers who this whole time pre-NFT have been about, let's protect the environment, nature first. Um, you know, we need to preserve this land that we photograph and as soon as NFTs came out, they just fucking turned their back for money. And that really stings because I thought this community and all those people who said that would, I guess, have the courage to stand up and say no in the face of that amount of money. And I think it's difficult. It's been difficult. I've been looking for someone to come along and, you know, tell me I'm wrong, that this isn't wrong or this isn't hypocritical. And I just, there's no way. And I said to you just privately in a text that I was proud of you and I for, for kind of standing on the sidelines because you and I both know, like we work hard. We're, I think we're smart guys. We market ourselves well. Um, and most people could, could do really well at NFTs if they really put their mind to it. But I think it takes a lot of courage to stand up for your values and not be a hypocrite when, you know, thousands of dollars are staring yourself in the face. Like, you don't think I want 50 grand? I go buy a home as a, as a middle, as, as a mid twenties, as a mid twenties guy, you know what I mean? Um, but that's just kind of where my head's at right now. Yeah. And um, it's not, it's not even just like it's not <coughs> finalized. It's not finalized money either. It's Ethereum, which mm-hmm. could go down or up, but lately it's been going up. So you're, it's like an investment too. So your purchase or your, your sale, if you left it in there, in a couple of months could even be a greater paycheck uh, at some point, depending on how you played this out, but or less or less. Yeah. That's very possible too. Um, You know, and that's a whole different ball of wax, like the whole, the bubble of it. Uh, What, you know, what is this whole thing? But yeah, Seth, I'm with you. I I feel like, like how are you feeling about it? You know, like, I had to get off Twitter for a while because I was just getting so mad and disappointed in people, especially after the IPCC climate report. It was like right after. I was like, this is fucked. Yeah. Money. Money does some things sometimes to people. Yeah. For real. Here's what I will say. If there's there's a defense for some of the people. I don't think it is really talked about or even known exactly. There's, there's not an article or five articles that says the same thing. You know, there's, there's many articles that say many different things and Google will look up what you want to find. Yes. If NFTs aren't bad for the environment, right? Right? Question mark? You go looking for confirmation bias. You will find it. And if you uh-huh. f- if you look up that it is, it is. I've had 
I've had very like prominent environmental after I posted that thing on Facebook or um, on Instagram, you know, not for today, many people asking me questions like, oh, I was, I was looking into this. I didn't know that it right. that had a thing that had a thing connected to it that in, infected the environment. Thanks for sharing that. Even that little like thing, like, Hey, I'm just, I'm doing my research. Uh, like, I'm talking about like seriously into the environment. People had no clue. And we're looking into NFTs. Um, I just had one, someone's, I asked someone the other day, like, Hey, what are your thoughts on this? And they were like, I don't think it's that bad. I feel like it's the same as if you're going to sell a print and you're going to, you know, ship it on a, on a plane and all that stuff. So there's a lot of misinformation or maybe it's freaking right. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a scientist, but I guess that's the slow move. And what pains me is like, you know, the the FOMO, the missing out on maybe these sales. But I want to make sure that this is right because I don't like I don't like the argument that this plane is flying anyway. And mm-hmm. uh, I might as well be on it. Um somebody else is gonna do it if it's not me. Or it's like I the one that. argument that almost makes sense to me is that Ethereum is Ethereum. And it's doing whatever it's doing, and that's the problem. The NFT part of Ethereum is a small, very small proportion of what's going on. And if you were to look at it that way, it's kind of like, like, oh, that that landfills over there. So I'm just going to throw my my bag of Dunkin' Donuts or whatever on the ground because that that landfills right there. Like that's a disaster on its own. Like this won't really, this is 0.2% of the whole problem. It's not a big deal. Right. Or straws in the ocean or plastic, like whatever the, or I'm going to take this flight because the plane's flying anyway, you know, like, but, but here's where it still catches up for me is where I say, yeah, but uh, I've kind of taken this oath about, environment or you know not leaving a trace um being conscious uh, trying to be conscious of like what i'm shooting and promoting and mm-hmm. and those sorts of things and am i contributing to the problem or the solution to what we've all been kind of preaching for a very long time until there was mm-hmm. money involved and that's just so not, painful man that's then it's not talked about anymore that's what's so painful i mean i mean and you're right i mean there's probably a lot of people who are minting and and you know listing nfts and doing great making tons of sales who just don't know or don't want to know or don't want to know but to me i don't think it's it's a lack of education or it's misinformation to me i see it as ignorance yeah now here's one asterisk that maybe if there's if there's a photography god he will follow. There's different ways to sell NFTs. There's different platforms. There's the yeah. Tezos. There's Here we go. Uh, energy efficient ways to do it. That essentially is the same thing. It's going to be a one of a kind, uh, a one photo. You have the ID. This is where you sold it. Is it as popular as the Ethereum marketplace? No. Will you probably make so a little why? bit less? You know what? No. Here's what it comes down to. Like, there's another pl- a platform called Voice HQ mm-hmm. that I actually mm-hmm. followed today, where you can buy. I think Tim Monaghan shared it. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody who 
you know, you and I watched Tim's stories. I think they were very well spoken mm-hmm. um, and filled with passion. Um, here's the thing. Everyone in the NFT community, well, a, f- a fair bit, are all claiming to be supporters of art, collectors of art. But do you think they would buy the NFTs if it was cash or credit card? No. No, which bullshit. You're a supporter of art. Bullshit, you're an art collector. You're an Ethereum supporter. You're an Ethereum collector. Otherwise, it wouldn't fucking matter because you would pay, you would, there would be the same demand, the same popularity with your credit card or debit or cash or any of that stuff, PayPal, whatever. It's because people want ETH. So, I, so it's like when people are saying that, oh, yeah, we want to support art. It's like, do you really, or do you just want an excuse to gain more crypto? Which, fine, just be honest. <laughs> you know, that's where I'm really struggling. Or it's like, I just dropped, a, I minted a 50 piece collection. 10% of my profits are going to um, preserve Arctic sea ice. Mm-hmm. That's like burning a house down and planting a house plant as a, as a replacement. You know, like right in the middle of the rubble. I just, I've failed to struggle. I've struggled to understand and really believe that people don't know what they're doing. And I think if you claim to be a landscape or nature or wildlife photographer, you kind of have a duty to look into things. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's frustrating. Not making mad bank right now. And that's the other element. So it's frustrating for for like you and I to sit on the sidelines, know that we could be doing just as well, marketing ourselves just as well, and seeing all these tweets coming out like, "Oh, I'm so floored! I can't believe like I just sold, um, you know, five five ETH worth of whatever in my collection." And I had to get off Twitter because I'm like, "Fuck! I want to do that, but I cannot bring myself to do it because I won't be able to sleep with myself." I won't be able to look at myself, you know? Yeah. Sleep at night, not sleep with yourself. Yeah. I won't sleep with myself. That came out wrong. I won't be able to sleep (laughs) at night or live with myself. No, I'm I'm just trying to lighten the mood because we're fired up. I'm Um, a little fired up. I don't, you know, I'm usually pretty level headed in these, but I can, I've said it on the show, man. The worst thing you can be is a hypocrite. Personally, that's my opinion. Here's the one thing while i'm just okay i put up a little story saying not for today uh, yeah explain that blah, that's blah, awesome blah. well nft listen, not for today right not, not for today doesn't mean never i want to be part of it i want to be part of this it, to your point where like are we just going to buy each other's stuff is it artists supporting artists maybe not what what is nice about Ethereum and this process is it is very like clicky uh, and there's a very strong structure around what it is and what it's worth and a sort of secondary trade. It's kind of like trading cards. Like if you remember baseball cards or Pokemon cards when uh-huh. you're a kid, like Entirely things, digitized. Yep. Things kind of start to get value or don't, or it goes with the market. You know, you're 
someone sells something for two ETH. Now that's, that was a sunset landscape. Now my sunset landscape is probably worth two ETH. Like whatever it is, like it's a, it's a market that kind of dictates each other. And there is this support. There is this community. There is this great, like I've heard great stories about um, how it's changed lives and, and uh, we're going to take this money and start a a nonprofit, like lots of great things, a lot of great things, a lot of great things. Uh, The, the, and I, again, I was ready to jump in. And then through our talks, through, I think, Tim. Um, I must have phoned you two, three times, just mm-hmm. like struggling, mm-hmm. looking for some guidance. I mean. And Tim fired me up. And then I just said, like, you know what? Know what my stance is, is, and I tried to be clever, <laughs> uh, but not, not, not for today. Like I, I might get into this at some point. We'll talk about E2. Maybe we'll get into it like where it becomes yeah, more Yeah, I'd like efficient. to go there um, because but, I'm all in with it as well. Once, you know, once the narrative's correct. But I, what I said was that I've, I've sat on the sidelines. I went into the Twitter space. I've listened to probably 20 spaces. These are like the, you know, the big talks. You have a hundred people in a room. Yeah, or so clubhouse for Twitter. Yeah. They're talking right. about their NFTs. They're talking about their projects. They're supporting each other. I've listened. I've And those stories are awesome to hear. Awesome to hear. Not, not once has anyone brought up the carbon part. So to me, that was weird. I thought, okay, if this were really a thing or not a thing or not a big deal, people would be saying, Hey, I did this NFT. This is my sale. This was my carbon offset or what I'm doing to do it or this, you know, it was just never, ever, ever, ever brought up. But if you look online, NFT's carbon footprint, you will see a lot of stuff. So that just made me pause. Like, why is no one talking about this part of it? We're all landscape photographers, the the rooms that I'm interested in, the people that I'm interested in, we're all landscape and nature photographers and no one is talking about this aspect of the whole thing. So that made me pause and just sort of say like, everyone, please, before you jump into something, before you jump into something that's promising you thousands and thousands of dollars, there's got to be some fine print somewhere. You know, if it's too good to be true, look, look a little deeper, I think was Mm -hmm. the quote that I put on there from my dad. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just take a, take a second to take a deeper look and I don't, it's hard. Like, I don't have an answer that goes, oh no, you could do it. Or, oh no, you should never do this. I don't have that, that right. definite answer yet, but I definitely don't have the, oh, this is a fine thing to do right now. So I, I don't mean, just, have that feeling, right? Like, just like you said, I had that uneasy feeling going into it, which I always try to trust my gut. You know, we all know that feeling. Um, and I like that, you know, not for today. It doesn't mean never. I mean, I like to, there, you mentioned it, it, one of Ethereum 2.0's updates is going to change, not to get too nerdy, change the mining structure from proof of work, where all these computers are verifying transactions um, in the blockchain, which uses a ton of power, to uh, proof of stake, where uh, people who are actually Ethereum holders can stake their ETH um, to verify these transactions, you can search it up if you're much more, uh, if you're inclined to know the difference between proof of work and proof of stake. But proof of stake is supposed to reduce energy uh, consumption by 99%. You're telling me if, you know, it's environmentally friendly and I can make thousands of dollars with my NFTs, I'm fucking in at that point, man. Mm-hmm. Like, 
then that me- that meets my value sets and I know that I can jump in. Um, I think it takes, again, a lot of restraint to <laughs> watch these tons of sales and sales and sales and sales. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to be in it, but you just can't. Um, and that 2.0 uh, update is supposed to be scheduled for approximately December of this year, um, 2021. I don't know, just for people who are listening in the in the future. But um, I think I'm going to take the time now to to brainstorm some of those launches. And it's difficult, right? Because you and I don't want to put the entire community on blast because I don't think that would be fair to a lot of people as well, especially ones who, like you mentioned, might not have any clue of what's going on. Yeah, I, 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 this is not... <clears throat> I have a I have a lot of respect for a lot of the photographers there and I'm not going to make any assumptions on what they know or don't know. What I've seen personally is, is people not really having a clue or very quick to kind of blow it off. Like mm-hmm. it's happening anyway. Like that sort of like the subway's running anyway whether one person is on it or 20 people are on it or 400 people are on it. That subway is moving the same, you know, it's going, it's having the same amount of pollution. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that might be the only sort of argument that people have come to me. One person on Twitter said, no, I, I talk about it all the time and I make carbon offsets. And I said, yeah, but no one, like, I would love to not, I'm not calling you out. Like I want to see your tax return. I'm not calling you out. I would love to see that ever. If anyone was like, Hey, I just sold 50, my collection of 50, uh, Seth, Seth just said, uh, that's a month's worth of electricity. That's 50 months of electricity for a household, right? Like in one collection of sales, I, I'm going, I made thousands. I'm going to put thousands towards planting trees and carbon sinks and those sorts of things that get rid of the carbon, at least at the very the least very to least. offset it. Because I offset what you're doing. Because I really don't like I think that's also I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of uh you know the nature landscape NFTers. You can you know I've done I've taken the liberty, you can take their public wallet addresses and plug it into offsetting sites to see how much carbon they've created and some of it is like appalling. But you'll see some of <clears throat> these individuals have made have purchased carbon offsets. So they know they know they're creating carbon, um, mm. incredible amounts. So when you see that they've purchased offsets, you know right then and there that they know they're not uneducated. Yeah, and so, look, I pause right there. That, sure, this is a problem because you mentioned Chris Burkhard. Like he comes in, he has three point two million viewers, and they see, oh, he just sold an NFT for a hundred thousand dollars. I need to get into it. And there's three point two million of them that are that are influenced, and. If he is not saying, I'm doing this because I'm not speaking for him. Let's change the name. It's Bob. It's, it's Miss Schnurkard. If she says, I'm doing this because I want to, um, I want to fund a school in my town for unprivileged kids, what have you. And I already and do a ton for the environment, then great. And I'm doing a ton for the environment. 
by doing this, I created some carbon emissions that were already happening anyway. Here's the reports, here's the stats, whatever, whatever you want to say. And I created this much offset. So that transaction was nullified by all the stuff that I put into the environment. At least then the people can say, I want to get into NFTs, but do I because of the environment or do I want to be able, it doesn't come out to that much money if I have to offset my stuff. Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe I'll just sell my prints locally, whatever it is. Like just having the information, no one is talking about it. That's Mm -hmm. the problem for Mm me. Well, here's an interesting thing. I mean, if, if, if all it took was offsetting, you and I could do this. We're not. Yeah. We're not. So I, I think the offsetting is something you do at the very least after this. But I would hate for, you know, in the example you've just provided for all those 2.4 million people to say, I, I just, I can make as many NFTs as I want. I just got to offset it. And then, you know, I can wipe my hands and I'm, I'm holy again. But I, I think the issue with offsetting is that offsetting is putting it, it you're buying credits to, fund green projects, solar farms, carbon capture, which is technology for the future, right? That's stuff that's still in R&D. And our situation right now is dire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that might not do any good, right? We might hit that tipping point if, if what your offset is going towards is technology that will be implemented 20 years from now, but that four months or you know, one month's worth of carbon you've just created is going to exacerbate our problem right now. How can you justify or rationalize that offsetting has, um, you know, wiped your hands clean? Otherwise, you and I would just be doing, we would just be minting and, and, and dropping NFTs and saying, well, here's like 40 bucks for my offsets, right? Yeah. And and there's, again, there's sites for that to to take a look at your footprint and start offsetting. And that was like a next step. Like, I'm not going to even sell NFTs, but I'm going to start offsetting. Right. Because it just, to me, brought to light, like, again, and I think you should offset. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not saying not offset, right? Like, No, look at look what it's offsetting. Look at what it's doing. Is it planting right. trees right now? Is it R&D yeah. for the future? Like, you, you can You, you can, can choose what, what your offset do. does. Yeah. And I, I think that's right. a good practice. Again, it Absolutely. needs to be brought it needs to be brought up a bit more. I don't, it's kind of out of reach too to like, it's easier, right? Like, um, it's kind of like recycling. Let's talk about recycling for a minute. Great concept, but now it's backfired because with recycling, uh, mainly uh, China was a huge country that would buy up our recycling and use it for manufacturing. They have more recycling than they could ever use. They don't need ours anymore. But now we have a culture that recycling's okay, and we just buy one-use plastics all the time, put it in the recycling, no guilt, no feeling of guilt. I'm recycling. I feel good. Right. I'm using all this plastic, 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 throw it in the recycling, I'm recycling. It's right. But where's that then going? It's going into these piles that we have nowhere to put them and now it's plastics that we have nowhere to sell it to or get rid of it or anything so it's kind of that feeling to me where it's like oh the ether ethereum's doing its thing anyways whether i attach an nft to it or not it's 
it would feel much more guilty if like every time you sold something, you had to throw a one garbage bag into like the ocean. Like, could you imagine? Yeah. But then you would feel like, oh, this feels shitty. But when you you don't push it away, when you could push it away from yourself and not ask the questions and have some stranger on Twitter go, no, it's not really a big deal. Uh, I read a lot about it. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not gonna, it's not gonna affect anything. And you go, okay, good enough for me. Let's make, let's make thousands. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think it's, it's not helping anything. That's for sure. Right. And you know what? To come, I guess full circle on a large theme of, you know, episodes that you and I have done. And, and you say this all time, it really comes down to living your truth, you know? And I, I think making a decision like this is living my truth from a personal level. You know, if you're all about NFTs and whatever, go for it. Right. But I think avoid being a hypocrite and try your best to, a, look deeper into things that seem too good to be true. Read both sides of a story, right? That's one thing I try to do when you know mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm investing in the stock market is I, I read arguments that support what I want to do and I go and I read strong claims against why what I want to do will probably not work. And then I have at least both sides of the story to then make the decision that I want. It comes down to being a critical thinker. Mm-hmm. And, and finally living true to your value sets, like don't stray from those. And I think be proud to stick by those, whatever those may be. Yeah. And listen, all the, all those people out there that are selling NFTs. I am not sitting here, nor Seth, I think slamming the concept. Not at all. I think there's a lot there's a, there is a lot of great things to it and I would love to be part of it. And I am lucky enough and Seth too, like I'll speak for myself. I have a, I have a career. We all know that. Like I have a school counseling career. I don't, I don't need this money. If I was a starving artist and I could sell my work for thousands and put food on my kid's table or pay rent for the next couple months, I might say like F the environment for at least for now, because I have to do it. So I'm not saying that anyone's story is less valid than my own. Mm -hmm. What I am saying though, is that I do feel, and I've observed for like a good three to four weeks at this point, we are missing. And I say we by anyone that loves nature and photographers that love nature and landscapes and, and wildlife, we are missing an opportunity to bring up the 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 truth or even concerns about where we're making all this money from and what it is doing and where we can focus some attention from either these sales or whatnot into and there's people that would listen and would hear if you said hey i'm selling this nft uh, my choice but here's what comes along with it. Here's the dark side of it. Here's the crappy parts about this whole process and this whole thing that hopefully is getting better. But until it does, 
here's what I'm doing and here's what you should do. Here, here's a carbon footprint calculator. Here's uh, mm-hmm. three reputable companies that offset your things. Maybe before anyone else sells an N- NFT, they start looking at those things and, and applying to carbon offsets. You know, even if I sold an NFT in a month or two before it's ready, at least in my mind, I can say, I did my research and uh, I've offset more than I do. So I'm carbon negative at this point mm-hmm. for the last two months. So, mm-hmm. okay. And, you know, uh, I haven't flown. I've flown for four flights in the last 10 years. Like, like you can rationalize a bunch of things to, to make you, yourself feel better, but also be doing good towards a known issue versus I don't want to talk about the bad parts. Let's just talk about the the money essentially. Right. No, I like that. And, and you know, maybe I'm trying to, as you're, as you're speaking, I'm trying to think of for everyone who's been listening to this conversation and nodding their head and, and really connecting with this, you know, I'd like to form a community with those people. You know, I'd like to, yeah. to maybe, you know, have a group that stands up and doesn't blast people, but just says, Hey, like we want into, and you know, this is kind of how we want to do it. Like maybe it's, maybe it's a, you know, NFT community that's green, a green NFT community. Yeah. Um, not in a petty way, but just, and here's the thing you could, uh, you don't think there's green collectors out there for sure. Um, maybe not as numerous, but you could list your NFTs, um, and have people buy them with regular fiat currency or a credit card. And then December rolls around, um, Ethereum 2.0 with proof of stake, 99% energy reduction. And then they can relist your piece mm-hmm. on the Ethereum blockchain and get into the crypto market. I mean, because that's a big, big part of just because somebody buys your NFT doesn't mean they have to hold it. A lot of the NFT community and and the marketplace is buying NFTs and flipping them. Mm-hmm. Like it's really a new investing arena. Um, but there's there's nothing to say you can't buy with fiat or regular credit card or regular currency, and then two three months from now, then you're reselling. Yeah. Anyways, I'd love for people to, to you know to connect with us on this if they feel the same way, um, and maybe create a little bit of buzz on Twitter. And or I'm willing to listen if you can say, hey, I'm a I'm a physicist and you're the dumbest person I've ever heard in my life. Right. This I is welcome why. that too. I welcome I, that I too. Really, I would I'd be like, oh great. Like, let's go. Um, I've I've asked. I haven't I haven't been getting it. So I'm still asking. And I'm not in a state where I can judge or say, like, this is the right way or this is the wrong way. Right. I'll, what we're saying is like it sounds sounds like a pause right now, and we might have dug our NFT graves for for the short term, um, but I think we can get it back. Listen, there I see just as many tweets about my NFTs have been up forever, no one's buying them. Can someone help me out? And Very it's ex- true. It's expensive to sell your NFTs, by the way. It, it's not a free thing. It's not like, oh, you you just sold something for thousands of dollars. Here's all the money. There's gas money. I'm not even going to get into um, just the fees that go up and down depending on the market. Uh, it's a little bit confusing. There's there's stuff involved, but there there you hear the lotto again. You know the lotto craze. Like 
You uh, hear the success stories. Yep. But they're for think about it. And not everyone just buying ten thousand dollar pieces of digital art. Like there's there's collections out there that are blanking and that are getting nothing. And they're good great photos. Like it, so there's a lot more to it than I'm just gonna make an NFT and sell it. There's a huge community that you have to break through and be a part of, is what I've learned. Yep. I would agree. So this has been productive. Um, that was a long and, one. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm in on NFTs as soon as it fits my, to summarize, I'm in as soon as it fits my values. And um, especially as a nature outdoor guy. And take a look at your carbon, everyone. Um, This is not me on a high horse. Like, I have work to do too. Like, let's get to work, you know? Let's, let's stay true to our um our truth and uh do some research on the nft community i mean it's not an advertisement to go blasting people i mean like you said there's a lot of people selling nfts i really love their work um and and we don't know who's who's informed and who's not and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with the whole thing. But I'm so, I think the concept is great. I think some of, you know, there's been stories about how it's changed people's lives. There's the one guy, I forget, who was in like jail. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been a lot of great stories and everyone's very supportive in that community. Um, and, you know, I'm all about it. I think it's a great concept just as soon as the energy consumption's there. Yeah. Ask questions. Ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask the hard question. Now we brought up the topic. We brought up the elephant in the room, maybe. Like, ask the questions to people. Find your own information. Again, I welcome it. I'm I'm looking. You know, I've I've heard a few good arguments, a few good articles about it that um, make it not as dire as other ones, but still, still looking for that sort of clarity or a moment like ETH two, where it becomes 99% more efficient, where it's like, okay, now I'm, now this makes sense. So, and you know, it could be a, like the housing market or stocks or GME or AMC, this huge bubble, this huge could thing be a huge bubble that when it comes down to it, and again, I'm probably digging my grave even deeper, but we're, we're talking about photo, you know, a photograph it's inherent value. Is it ten thousand dollars? I I don't know. I mean, maybe because someone chose or decided it was, but there's a there's a lot of people that have money to sling around and can say like, I'm just gonna spend this on that. It's kind of like a show off move in a way. I just don't know if in a few years a photograph is going to be worth, you know, a digital photograph is going to be worth ten thousand dollars. I don't know. Right. Or be, or be able to ever sell it. Like it's stuck in that person's NFT collection with a $10,000 price tag on that he has forever. Everyone should go look up Tulip Mania. Are you tulip. familiar with Tulip Mania? No. Google it's about, it. It's everyone's, about tulips? it's everyone's homework. Or we'll talk about it on the next episode. But I think that's good for tonight. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Rest easy. Rest easy. (laughs) 
<laughs> do your own research, yeah. everyone. Do your due diligence. Do your due diligence and make Figure decisions. It out. 